Welcome to the Grown and Vegan Life Podcast. I am your host, Deetta Rohde. I am a breast cancer survivor and vegan health and wellness coach. I remove barriers for individuals who desire to transition to a vegan lifestyle or recover from illness. I believe that God created us to be healthy, and when we give our body what it needs and have the correct mindset, we can achieve and maintain optimal health. On this podcast, we talk about being vegan from the perspective of being healthy, and we take a deep dive into the other areas of our lives, like relationships, money, and mindset. The ultimate goal is to be whole and to experience joy in our lives, not just our eating. So we look at both practical and spiritual ways to experience optimal health. The main thing to remember is that nothing in this show is meant to replace medical advice from a trained professional. I am sharing my experience and the experience of my guests. Please use wisdom and take what you feel will work for you. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Grown and Vegan Life podcast. And this is not just any episode. This is the final episode of season one. And I am very, very thankful. I am so excited about coming to you to be able to say that, that I've completed Season one, I've been consistent about showing up each week and presenting content to you. And thank you if you have listened to every season. And even if you haven't, they're still available that you can go back. But thank you for being a part of my audience. Thank you for showing up with me as I have tried my best to provide good information that you can use to help you in your health, and life as a vegan, a vegan curious person, or just a new vegan, however, whatever category you may fit into, I hope that I have been able to help you with something I've shared on this podcast. But today, I really want to just talk about a few observations that I've made over this time that we have been doing this show Together, and I say we because I include you into that we. The first episode aired on January the 9th, and now it's been a little over two months, and we're still hanging in there. We're going to take a couple uh, weeks off to prepare for season two. So that gives you time that if you haven't listened to the other episodes, you can go back and catch up before we get started on the next season. But just thinking about, I'm not going to recap all of the episodes. I'll leave you to go back and listen to those. But just some observations that I have made during this time. And I just want to share with you, this may not be a very long show. Um, I just want to kind of run through these and talk about these. But I think they're important to mention. And you might find yourself in these. But something that I realized and maybe I should know this already. It's something that's not, shouldn't be a surprise, but I noticed a lot of people talk about wanting to be vegan. It's just like this whim thing that they'll say, oh, I think I'm going to go vegan. And I almost feel like it's sometimes maybe attention. You want people to talk you out of it. Um, 
you're just thinking out loud, you're not really serious, you just want to have something to say. And I don't mean that to be rude or harsh, but that's just the reality because I take this lifestyle seriously. So when I see that, then I understand that, you know, you're not maybe thinking through the whole decision and what you're saying, you're just thinking about. It, it probably should be more, I'm thinking about this. Um, people, they they throw, and, and we're entitled to do that. We're entitled to say whatever we want to say, really, but it just is that I'm recognizing it more, and I think it sticks out to me because that's on my radar. That's what I do. And so I I see it, and I I see people say it and I'm like, are you serious? Do you even really know what it's what it is that you're saying? <laughs> and I guess because I can't seem to get it out of my mind that when I do share it with people and I break it down, I let them know what it's really like. Not trying to give you all the things that scare you away, but my purpose is to really help you to make a good, solid decision and not just make a decision on emotion. Emotion is not going to carry you through. Emotion will only get you through till the next time you have a taste for meat. Come on, somebody. (laughs) Emotion will only get you through Until the next time you have a taste for meat, you have a taste for cheese, dairy, whatever. And just to say this, I will give this definition of what it is to be vegan. Vegan is you don't eat any meat. That one's easy. But you also don't eat things that are derived from an animal, animal products. So milk, um cheese those things and for for some of us that's for some people that is like you lost me right there when you said cheese (laughs) you lost me there just just forget it i understand i understand I, i i will not go back and forth i've you know i've tried to make a stand and say you know there's you can make macaroni and cheese. It tastes really, really good. But I'm still going to get the argument from somebody that it's not going to taste right. It doesn't taste the same. No, it really doesn't. It doesn't. I and, and I'm not, you know what? I put my white flag up and tell you, no, it does not taste the same. But that doesn't mean that it can't taste good. We have to be able to be willing to have different tastes for something. Be willing to accept that something else, isn't it possible that something else can taste good as well? No, it doesn't taste the same as what I'm used to, but are we are we really striving to just be stuck in the same thing that we've always had? What are the results that we're getting from what we've always done? We have to think about that and and hopefully this can help to shift you out of the mindset, you know, that that I'm just trying to get something that that is exactly like what I've always had. If it doesn't taste like I already have, 
than what I've already been eating, then it's a no for me. It's a hard pass. I don't want it. But when you, if you really think about that, you can still have what you've always had. You can still have eat the things that you've already been eating and, and, and experience the same flavors that you've already had. But let me just say this, that if you do that, you're going to also be agreeing to also get the same results that you've been getting by eating the same thing that you've always eaten. What I'm discovering is that we want the benefits of what a vegan life can provide, but we don't want to pay the cost. And it's and then that's with anything. We we can all say that. I've seen a post where a, a, a meme going out, going around about, you know, I'm the type of person that I, you know, exercise one hour and I want to, you know, lose all this weight in that one hour. And I'll tell you that that's me. That's most of us. We want that result, but we don't want to go through what it takes to get that result. And so, no, I cannot. As much as I know that I can make some macaroni and cheese that will taste really good, as much as I know that I can make a lot of different foods that will taste delicious and make you sing in the kitchen, I cannot say that I can give you something or make you something that is going to taste exactly like the foods that you're used to eating as a meat eater. I cannot. And so I I raise my red flag or my white flag and I'm not going to even try that. What I am going to do is provide delicious meals and provide delicious um, recipes simple and delicious recipes that will taste good and feel good to eat. Because when you're eating it and you know that this tastes good, it not only tastes good, but it feels good to me because it's being a good thing for my body. That's what a vegan life can give you. When I share my course, I am very honest about it. And I do say that it may not be for everyone at at certain time. And the reason I say that is because we have different things that go, our body changes periodically. There are various things that we go through in our physical body. Now, when I say this, I don't mean that, I I believe that a plant-based diet will benefit everyone. I believe that. I believe that eating plants is good for us because our body is designed for those things. What those nutrients are in those foods are what our body is designed to take in so it knows what to do with that. But what I also recognize is that there is a process and we need to make sure that we are going through a process to um, make sure that we're getting what we need at certain times. For instance, when, and I've shared this before, when I was going through treatment, or when I finished treatment for breast cancer, I came off of that treatment and needing certain things in my blood, needing my blood levels to get to a certain place. 
I tried to eat certain vegetables to get that effect. I wasn't vegan at the time, but I did try to go through the process of doing it with vegetables. It wasn't happening quick enough with the vegetables for me, for what I needed. I had a specific time frame to get my numbers to do a certain thing by a certain time. I had, I ate red meat and that accomplished it, but I didn't eat that. That was a temporary thing. It wasn't something that I wanted to continue. I only did it for that season. So that is what I mean by we have to look at our body and what is it needing at a certain time. And and if we have to go off of this or we have to do something for a moment, that's what we do. We That is why it's important to check your numbers, to check your your what's going on with you seasonally to see what you're needing. There's times when we need to adjust our diet even on a plant-based diet and eat more of certain things. So yes, a plant-based diet, I stand by the fact that I believe that it's good for all of us, but maybe everybody can't do it at, to, a, to a certain degree at certain times. And that's another thing that I wanted to just talk about is I kind of jumped ahead of myself, but that's okay. Is that being vegan is not another thing to put on yourself as some standard that I'm doing this right or I'm doing this wrong. It's just another way to measure ourselves. No. If we do that, if we become vegan or we try to do vegan as just another thing to measure ourselves then we are missing the point, in my opinion. This is not um, a thing for you to do to put a burden on yourself. If it feels like a burden, then it's not really functioning in your life in the measure that I believe it should. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't feel like a burden. It should feel like a blessing. I'll say that again. It should not feel like a burden. It should feel like a blessing. If it feels like a burden, I would su- I would submit to you that you have not connected to your why. You haven't connected to your true reason why you're doing it. And you may need to investigate that further and see, am I doing this to please somebody? Am I doing this because I'm obligated? Am I doing this because I think that, you know, I have to, it's, it's, you know, no, it's not a legalistic, it's not meant to be legalistic. It's not meant to be like that. It needs to be something that you can see the value. What is the value? When you connect to your why, then you will see your value. And and when you connect to your why, you'll also see if, you really truly just don't want to do it. <laughs> and and it's so and that's a and that is a place to get to. Not to say that it is not going to be a benefit to you at some point, but be honest with yourself and say I don't want to do this. I don't want to I enjoy eating the foods that I eat. And that's okay to get 
to that point where you can say, I don't really want to do this, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay there. There is possible to reconcile that, that place of, I don't want to do this, but I see value in doing it. And so I'm going to work on developing a why that motivates me to move forward in this. It's very powerful. It's it's eating. I shared on my Instagram the other day that what we eat, a habit versus a desire. We're in the habit of eating certain foods and we get in a rut. I remember when I used to eat meat all the time, I that was really me. I knew I was going to have chicken, hamburger, you know, a few things that I made with that. And it just was the same thing over and over again. With vegan, it stretches me to try new things and to stretch my creative ability to make food that is good and that satisfies me. So it's it's very possible for us to get in that habit of just eating certain things. But we can be real with ourselves and just say, this is where I'm at. But when I realized that, and when I say this is where I'm at as far as I don't want to change this or I don't want to do this, and that's cool, connect with that. But then we can also realize that it is a habit as well. And it's something that if we really want to change it, we can if we really want to change it, we can. And that's the thing. You have to, the, you can develop a desire. You may, you can be honest with yourself and say you don't have that desire, but you also realize the benefit that you can have with changing so you can have hope that you may not want to today, but I can work on this until I can develop that desire to do so. Because if you don't have that good, solid foundation, it's not going to be something that you'll be able to maintain. And it will feel like that burden. It will feel like I am in a prison. And that brings me to my last observation that I want to share because I've seen people talk about how they feel that vegan, the vegan eat, vegan diet, vegan lifestyle is so restricting. And my whole thing, I come back with, you know what? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not restricting, but I have to look at it at both sides. So for me, I look at it as no, I don't feel like it's restricting because I eat more diff- a, a wider variety of food now as a vegan than I ever did as a meat eater. When I was a meat eater, it was almost like I stayed within the confines of what I ate. This is what I eat and that's all I eat. I might try a few new things every once in a while, but I don't really keep trying new things. I just eat the same thing over and over again. I want my favorite foods. And don't get me wrong, I have favorite foods now. I have certain things, but I usually always seem to make something. I don't 
really make things the same way. No matter if it's something I've eaten before, I usually make it a little bit different each time. And there are a couple of things that are like staples, but I'm just so excited. I'm still in that phase of trying new foods all the time and finding new ways to cook something and, and, you know, incorporating. There's just so many things. It's almost overwhelming how many options there are. So when someone says that vegan is restricting, I'm like, what do you even mean by that? That doesn't even make sense to me. But I looked up the definition of what restricting means. And according to Google, it means that restricting is to put a limit on or keep under control. And when you think about it, okay, vegan is restricting in that sense to where, yeah, there are guidelines as to what you don't eat if you want to be considered, you know, you want it to be considered vegan. But okay, that that's just a guideline. That's how you define it. It's a definition of what that is. So that tells me that people really want, and it kind of goes back to what I started off on. I want vegan, but I don't want vegan. You know, I want this, but I don't want it because I still want to be able to just do whatever I want to do. And you certainly can. You're just not going to be have the label of vegan. You can't have the label. You can't have the, the, the definition of it if you're not willing to abide or you know come in line with what that definition is. That's with anything. If you want to be a professor, a college professor, you can't be a college professor if you don't go under the guidelines that make you a college professor. You can't be a beautician if you don't go through the guidelines that make you a beautician. So to me, that's just doesn't even, it doesn't register to me, but I, I'm trying to understand both sides of it. But it just, it's no different than anything else, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's no more restricting than anything else. It's this, it can be restricting, but so can all the other, like the keto. I don't really even know what that is completely. I've never really researched out what a keto diet plan is. The Atkins diet, there's different diets out there, eating clean, um, eating whatever they have, all different kinds of eating plans out there. And every one of them has their own set of guidelines. A vegan diet, vegan to me is not a diet, it's a lifestyle. So it's not like, um, okay, when you're vegan, depending on what kind of vegan you are, there's different types, but you, it's just, you're just choosing not to eat these certain foods, but within that structure, you can eat whatever you want to eat. You want to eat bread, you want to eat vegan cheese, you want to eat pasta, you want to eat fruits and vegetables, you want to eat raw, or you want to eat cooked. You want, you know, whatever it is. You want to eat alkaline, just alkaline foods. You don't want to eat things that are are genetically modified. You don't there's different types of foods within the confines of vegan, but you can eat 
what you choose. So for me, that's I don't look at that as being restricting. I just look at it as I'm aligning with this definition of what types of foods to eat. And that's what it is. But everyone can be can see it however they want to see it. But I think that what my point, what I need to do is not try to convince. My goal is I'm not any longer, I think, trying to convince people because I think that it's just a conversation thing. And when I take it as a personal, when I take it seriously, when I just see people use it as a conversation, that is something that's hard for me to deal with. So not that I get offended or anything like that, but it's just that I'm like, no, that's not true. That's not the way it is. At least get the information correct. (laughs) At least say it the right way and have the right perspective on it. But what is the right perspective? Just because I say that, does that really mean that that's the right one? People are entitled to have their own view about vegan. They can say what they want to say. They can feel how they want to feel about it. They can do what they want to do about it or with it. But what my goal is, is that I can help you if you are serious about, I want this. I want to change. I know that it's different. I know that it's challenging. I know that it's something else, but I feel like it can really do well for my life. I've seen the benefits in others. I hesitate sometimes to say a lot of things that I think will benefit because you can't make claims because everybody's different. It depends on how you eat. You could go vegan and eat a bunch of processed junk food and it not really be helpful to you. But if you eat good food, then it's going to be a a good thing for you. There are many people who have changed their life through diet, through exercise, through, you know, changing just their environment. You know, it's more than just what's on your plate. In incorporating, I like to say, incorporating prayer, incorporating time of sitting with yourself and, and, and checking in with yourself, understand what's going on with you, being in tune, getting outside, getting some sunshine and, you know, all of those different things that we need to incorporate in our body, in our life, letting go of toxic relationships and connections letting go of toxic situations, jobs that aren't good for us, duties that we have in our lives that aren't good. We have to look at the whole thing is what I'm saying, people. (laughs) We have to look at all of that. We have to look at everything of what's going on in us and around us to be healthy. And it's it's a process. It's a journey. And it takes discipline. And vegan is no different than anything else that takes discipline. So when people say they want to be vegan, but they don't want to be vegan for real, is when I see that you 
you know, people want it, but they don't want discipline. And unfortunately, and fortunately, even this requires that practice of discipline. I cannot, it it almost reminds me of, you know, how people say when they're a beautician, they're a beautician, not a magician. They, they can, they can't give you something that's an illusion. Some can these days, they're doing a lot of things, but I can't give you the V I can't give you vegan without really giving you vegan. I mean, I I can't, I can't do it. I've tried. I felt like I was obligated to do it. I felt like I needed to try to figure out how, how can I do this? I don't want to lose people. I don't want you to, I don't want you to be excited. And then I lose you when I really start showing you the lifestyle, but I can't really, I can't help that. I can only be honest. I can only provide you the tools and, and, and work with you to, to replace meals, replace things that you're used to eating, work with you on connecting with your why work with you on, you know, changing your environment so that you make it conducive to be successful on this plan. That's what I can do, but I cannot do it for you. And I cannot make it what it isn't. It requires discipline. It requires a shift. It requires a shift in your mind and in your heart and your desire. And it's okay to say where you're really at. But you don't have to stay there if you really want to move forward in that. But it's okay. We have to connect with where we're really at. And then we need to do the work. See, that's a thing. That's another bad word. (laughs) Discipline is the first bad word. Work is the second one. I don't want to work. I don't want to do that. I just want it to be easy. I just want you to make me, like, push that button and make me vegan. Just do that. And I'll be good. Well, I can't. I can't do that. The only thing I can do is what I've already shared. And you have to take that. You have to take part in it and partner with me. And then we can we can make this work together. It's possible. It can be done. And once you do it and you move through the different stages it will bring you the benefits and you I believe the blessings of it but it's not going to happen I don't think it's going to happen um just by overnight sometimes it does people just go cold turkey but really I think that it's a whole process it's a whole process So that's my rant, I guess. That's my wrap-up episode for the Grown and Vegan Life podcast. I try to really summarize and bring some observations to you that I have made over this first season. It has been an amazing journey. I'm I'm so looking forward to season two and 
going in, digging in deeper. And who knows who we've had guests on this podcast this season. We've had different topics from love and talking about health on the cellular level, talking about um, vegan and breast cancer. If you missed that, that was a wonderful episode last week of just talking with my um, sister in this this um, journey um, and just learning different things about different people. It's just been an amazing time and I am very, very grateful for you listening. Please continue to show up with me. Get on my mailing list if you go to grownandvegan.com. I want to give you a free gift as well for signing up. You can get my ebook, Five Ways to Go, Five Simple Ways to Go Vegan, I believe. And that'll put you on the mailing list so that I can let you know when season two comes out. But until then, be blessed and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Grown and Vegan Life podcast. For more great content, visit grownandvegan.com. If you are interested in changing to a vegan lifestyle but don't know where to start, check out the grownandvegan.com shop tab and take my beginner vegan course. Or if you are past the beginner phase and are ready to take your journey farther, schedule a coaching session with me. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode.